Are we live? Yeah. We're live. Sorry, sorry. I was doing so hello. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. It is the <laughs> the daily live. I apologize. It's Friday. It's fr- no, it's a, you know what it is? It's not even the, it, that it's Friday. It's the fact that it's a week to go to the transfer window shuts. God. It felt so long ago that there was lots of time to get stuff yeah, done. Remember that? I'm a moving into critical mass now, aren't we? With a week to go. Um, we are set for a departure, though, as is on the thumbnail. Mason Holgate is set to sign for Southampton on a season-long loan with Everton footing half of his wages. Um, which, listen, without a, without a sale, it was always going to be that case. Southampton were never taken a Premier League wage into the Championship. That's why they've, they've tried to get other players out the door. Um, but you know the way Everton wants Sulemana. Mm. Do you think there's ever like a, a, do you think there's ever a, a, Thought a time where they go, hey, you know, you've actually got two lads that yeah. we want and you want one of ours. What can, you know, it probably didn't even cross their minds. It probably didn't even cross their minds. But there you go. Hit this like button on your way in. I, I'm on it today. I'm on it. Everton have broken me this week, so hit that like button right now while you're here. Don't be coming in and sitting here for nothing, just watching without hitting the like button, because that is very much, that's poor. Mm. That's almost like Everton's bored at times. That's You're doing the same thing, so get the like button hit, and if you haven't subscribed, do it right now. Right and back. Um, Mason Holgate, yeah, I mean, it, it, this has been coming. We know it's been coming. For some time, um, but off he goes. Off he goes. It looks like. And yeah, I think he'll do well, Ped. To be honest, I think. He w- I think. It, listen, I think we've in the past we've we've um, we've big Mason Allgate up because I think we genuinely saw something in him. Mm. But I think the same thing that we saw in him is this almost like the same thing that has led to his demise. Yeah, because mm. he's he's got an arrogance about him that I think we all appreciated. But I think it's it's for one reason or other. As as I don't I don't want to say, you know. I listen. I don't know how he does things day to day. I don't know how he trains. I don't know. But there's clearly something not not right. Mm. His concentration levels are poor. He tends to switch off in games, and that can leave him, you know, costing his mistakes. Uh, so. It's good that he's getting an opportunity to go somewhere and play. He was he's basically being out all summer, hasn't he? He's, mm. like the manager told them before they went to Switzerland, he wasn't in the plans. Yeah, and he said his good. He basically said his goodbyes to the team. Mm. And that was yeah. We got told. We got told that. Yeah, as they were off to Switzerland, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, goodbye. So. so he's been with like Everton have spun it as they always do. He's, no, he's not quite fit. Blah blah blah. Mm. But that's the reality of the situation, and I think what the reality of the situation is even more is. And it's the same with the Marley Gray. Everton need to get rid of players that they don't want. Mm. And whether people like it or not, and it's not the nicest way of going around things, yeah. but the manager's obviously been very blunt and told them, get yourself a new club and we will do a deal because we can't afford a bloated squad, a squad that I don't, the players I don't want. I need to get money in. I need to get players out because these are the realities. Mm. And I think... What's happened in the last couple of days has almost, you know, pushed the realities again to the surface. We all know they're there, but now and again, Everton like to remind us that those issues are there. And the last couple of days, with everything that's gone on with the investment situation, I think those prob- that, that allows all the journalists to rewrite their stories and hit pieces or whatever, welcoming pieces from some people. Uh, yeah, and go, and then you know, you get the situation where Mason Holgate's on what about seventy grand. And Everton just want him gone. Southampton are willing to take him, and there's there's a there's a problem. There's a problem uh, going out the door. We would have all loved them to have gone permanently, but for that kind of money, and that's when we say about that kind of money. By the way, the player doesn't pay himself. The club decided they were going to pay it again. We've outbid ourselves for a player. We've probably heard a couple of rumblings that someone went to them. Oh yeah, that's have seventy grand a week. I think ah uh, right. I normally jump in with you and go, yeah, that's exactly what we did. I th- when he got the new contract, things were looking good for him. He was but would looking... he looking seventy grand a week? No, but I think he was probably already. This is like the third. He don't forget he had a contract with when Allardyce was here as well. He yeah, signed yeah. his next one, so therefore 
he was looking, you know, we did it as you do at the time. We were speaking about him when Carlo was here, going, yeah. Well, he looks like he's he's our best defender at the moment because he was. He looked like the mm. scene, he looked like he was certainly dominating Michael Keane. Make it up what you will. Um, young English defender, decent on the ball, got a bit of nastiness about him. Um, that lit, like you said, that bit of arrogance. We've all seen him in derby matches, throwing Firmino into the crowd and everything else. You knew that he had that. But he's lost his way massively. That stupid Cruyff turn against Preston in a pre-season friendly for no reason mm. ended up in being out for three months. And then he's never recovered. Yeah, yeah. Carlos had, had him in and out. He was centre-back, never really done it. Was de- done a decent job at right-back in a defensive formation. He's never recovered from it. And therefore, he's never, ever been able to get that rhythm of playing for Everton again and all that. I think at that time, they've obviously thought we, we've got a 20, whatever he was then, 23, 24-year-old defender here. There's loads of comparisons with John Stones. Oh, yeah, yeah. One's just dominated the midfield in a Champions League final. The other one's off mm. to Southampton on loan. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's why Everton flapped it. And don't forget, that was... That was in a culture of giving everybody. But well, that's crazy what I'm saying. I'm not not having a go with the lad for earning that kind of money. I mean, I'm I'm talking the club as a whole, just mm. throwing out contracts and getting them because this is this is another factor of what Everton have done in the last few years is they've give out silly contracts to players, and then that inf- that inflates everybody else's Everything, contract. Yeah. So if you're giving contracts out to to centre backs for seventy grand a week. Then why do you think you know players are one are going to come in and go well he's on that so I want this kind of money and that leads to then an expectation of like say Alex Owobi wanting say like a hundred thousand pound a week doesn't mm-hmm. deserve it but that inflation of, yeah, yeah, of what yeah. we've pushed is what is how we've we've basically done the same thing we, we've bid against ourselves mm. it is mad but listen that that is what it is and if Everton. Everton pay 40 grand a week to Mason Holgate and Southampton pay 40 grand a week to Mason Holgate. Mm. Then Everton save what? It's 160 grand a month. It's a million and a half quid or something, whatever it is, over the season. That can go on someone else's money. And that's how, to a lot of people, they just be like, what? But that is how you... uh, That's how it works, isn't it? Mm. That's how it works. The club is juggling and it's trying to drag wages back down um, and how you drag wages back down is you go off the players you aren't on that kind of money mm. you know you do your scouting you do your work you then decide who gets what you know and it, only the people who perform week in and week out in the top dollar at your club yeah still clubs are doing it now still got wage structures a lot of them mm. still in the I know some have gone through it, but that they've gone through it through necessity at being at the very top and needing to. Yeah. Uh, Everton needs to instill that culture back into the club and go, you know, if Everton are going for a player who, who is at, I don't know, who, whoever they are, Manchester, say it's Manchester United, we seem to have a fixation with United players who haven't done it there <laughs> at times. And Everton speaks to him. You, make, you have your wage cap at like 80 grand a week or something because you think you can afford that you don't go to him just because he's on 110 at united you go look we want you and this is what we can offer you we, we can't go above it because we've got a wage structure what we will say is if you sign for us permanently and you hit levels then we will look at it again yeah. but this is our wage structure if you if we you're not interested in that fine we'll move on to somebody else yeah and that's how we have to be we have to be brave enough to, to set that culture back mm. in. And if that means missing out on some players now, that's the way it is. I'd rather have younger, hungry players who are on the way up who go, you know what, yeah, I'll come from France and I'll play for 25 grand a week because you know what, in a year, you'll you'll want to pay me 50 grand a week because I'm every week I'm doing it. We'll and it is the wages, isn't it, at the end of the day? Look at, like, you know... Look at that, and you talk about him and say 70, 80 grand a week. Where Look at Andre Gomez, 120 yeah. grand. Where it's like, you know, you bring in like Schmitty, he's got to be on, he's got to be on buttons. Relative buttons. You know, buttons, isn't he, compared to him? And, and you know, other Apparently, he's nowhere to be seen in the next training video either, so make it out what you will. I did, to be honest, I didn't, expect to, I didn't expect to see him anyway. 
that's just not acceptable to me on any level. The kids should at least be pushing, at least be shoved. No, but it isn't. It's not. It, I'm sorry, right? I, I do try to keep me powder dry on dates because I've got no feelings one way or the other. I'm not getting attached to him. Well, I have got feelings <laughs> one way. I'm not getting attached to him because I don't think he'll be here long enough for that anyway. And there's just been too much change that you can't get attached to any manager. Yeah. But that to me is negligent. That you've got a centre forward in who's six foot four, your other one's out, and yet you're not pushing this kid to start again. Mm-hmm. I don't care whether you think he's good enough or not. If he's got the framework and you paid money for him, get him in. Get him in. It'll only be for one game. Dom will be back for Sheffield United with mm-hmm. his mask on. And Everton hopefully will have another striker in the door by then. So the crowd the crowd gonna be all over Chimity. Of course they are. Gonna give the lad a go. And listen, I don't expect him to start, but he better be on the bench tomorrow. Because if he isn't, that's him. I'm sorry, that's embarrassing from the manager. Mm. It is. No, no it is no, better. No, no. I don't give it. I don't. You know, Dyke's fit means nothing. It's nonsense that. And we heard the nonsense yesterday when he said about Jared Brantwaite. Well, he come back a bit late and he's not fit. Well, hang on, mate. James Garner came back the same day and started two games. Mm. Are you on about? You know, don't start talking shite when you say you're going to be honest with us because be honest then right from the off go Chimiti's not ready lads and he ain't going to be ready for two months while we get him to what we need that's fine I can handle that I go okay no problem I can I can surmise that that's what's happening Mm. I want to hear it if you're honest I want to hear it then you don't think he's going to be ready for four weeks say right we're intensely getting into him for four weeks and then we think he's going to be available to the squad sound we all know we all know where we are Right, Jared Brantwaite, if you don't think he's ready yet, say, well, we're working with Jared and we're hopefully fine. Be honest then. Don't be honest to a point and then mask it with other nonsense. You know, Damari Gray, don't say he's not fit. Just say there's uncertainty around Damari at the moment. So, you know, when the window shuts, we'll know where we are. He'll either be here and be back in the squad or he'll have moved on. Don't go, oh, he's not quite ready yet. He's not. The lad's yeah. fit. Same Holgate, the same. So don't play the honesty card and then not be honest. If you do being honest, be honest with us. So us as a fan base, no, that that's just my feelings. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure lots of people watching will disagree, but they're just my feelings on it. Um, and I just think it's unacceptable that we're a week before the season starts and we haven't got the striker we've needed for two years. I think it's totally unacceptable. It I is. really do. Absolutely. Um, I don't. I don't know where this lack of urgency in recruitment comes from. I honestly don't understand. They, they shouldn't be sleeping. As far as I'm concerned, the Kevin Felwell, Dan Perry, they shouldn't be sleeping. And you know what? If it is the owner, then put it on his toes. Put it on his toes. Well, the owner told us in January we would be behind a striker. Hmm? We're still waiting. Maybe he meant by next January. Still Listen, Everton, Everton are trying to get a striker in. It's just... There just seems le- like a lack of urgency. And also it does feel to me like darts. You know, like you've got faces on a dartboard. Like one say we're buying Phil the Power Taylor then. Mate, he would be more effective in the box, wouldn't he? Let's be honest. I'm not sure. I've, I'm not sure on his movements. No, he doesn't have to have good movement, but he is the target. Which is With a dart. Imagine if he could kick. Hang on. He's throwing this metal thing into yeah. a tiny hole. Imagine yeah. a big ball into a big goal, kicking it straight. I've seen Philip Power Taylor, mate. I've met Philip Power Taylor, actually, uh, when he was on the pitch once at Goodison. Mm. From my dad's office, when my dad worked there. Met him, it's all right. But I, do, I still fancy him now to slot over some of our players. But, um, yeah, I just think it's unacceptable, mate. And I think, I don't I don't understand when you're desperate for a striker, you spend two and a half months chasing a winger. Then all of a sudden you flip back to the striker you've liked for a year and you've had a go at the other week and you couldn't get him, so now you've gone back to him and then you're relaxing on the winger. So what so hang on, the other day we needed a winger and a forward. Now do we just need a forward, we don't need the right winger. That to me scattergun. It, it is again, and this is the thing. I don't get it. I don't get it. Now Everton might turn around next week and end up with Callum Hudson or Doy. They might end up with Wilfred Nonso, because Leeds might go, you know what? Get him out the door. I don't know. But just right now, it still feels scattergun, and that was what I hoped we'd move away from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 
it's just frustrating. And obviously, listen, if Dominic Calvert-Lewin had played a filler last week and done all right, you know, come through the game, and Alex Iwobi wasn't injured, and you'd be going, OK, we just need them in. But he got injured again, and we've sat on our hands again. Yeah. We just give a play to Southampton. If they, if they really wanted Shea Adams, where is he? That's I just that's the bit that sticks in my throat because mm. you just think, what's happening? You know, whenever it might end up with Beto and Beto, a lot of people might be going, "Thank God for that." Yeah. I'd rather have him than Shea Adams anyway. But I don't know. It just seems a little bit mad to me. But hey ho. Steve Park says, hello, boys from the Philippines. Can you please tell my daughter to stop worrying? What's she worrying about? Yeah, is it worried? Everton? Or is it Mason Holgate? Mosquitoes. Or mosquitoes? I don't know. Is it, is it whether the new EAFC is as good as last FIFA or if it's better? I don't know, Steve. Give us a bit. If, it, if it's Everton, I'll be honest, Steve, can't I can't. can't I, tell you. All I can say is it's early season and there's a long way to go. That's that's the best I can offer right now. Um, the players have got to go out tomorrow and, and turn on a performance and, and win it, get goals from somewhere and get a result um, against an, an equally poor side at the moment. Wolves will improve, I'm sure. Everton will improve, I think, maybe, hopefully. Um, but this is an opportunity for three points. But Fulham is an opportunity for three points. The game played out as an opportunity for three points. The XG told you it should have been three or four nil. And Everton got beat one nil. So someone's going to have to stand up and be counter for us tomorrow. Someone's going to have to take the opportunities when they come. Um, and, and I think if we could get the three points tomorrow, it'd give everybody a massive lift. And then it, the focus, though, would still be on back on recruitment with a week to go. But I think next week we'll we'll have the news that seven 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 have bought into the club. That might discuss people. It might make people happy. It might make people like mm, whatever. What does this mean? Whatever, whatever, whatever. But with that will come some cash, which will free up the opportunity, I guess, to push a couple of things over the line as well. For now. We'll see. It won't be a, a big war chest where you can go and spend it, but it it might give Everton a little bit of cash for down payments. You know, we're not talking much, are we? Really, if they, if Everton could get fifteen million pound in in cash that they could put down on two or three players, that would make a big difference, and then pay that money back over the year to set or whatever. But we might have a little bit of clarity early next week. But we still shouldn't be in this position, should we? Let's no. be honest. No, no, it's. Yeah, that side of things is just very worrying. No, it is when you dig deep into it and you talk about the, you know, the the loans and stuff that we've got. Um, it's 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 worrying. It's very worrying, and I know it's a very complicated. It's a very complicated situation. It's not as simple as saying that the owner overspent and and now it's. More, it's obviously far more complicated. You've got to add COVID into that. You've got to add the Ukrainian situation in that, which is huge, absolutely huge. But at some point, this fella who owns this football club or his mate are going to have to make a decision because if they can't go any further themselves mm. and they can't, they don't have access to real funds, mm. then they're going to have to sell it because sure. otherwise, what they're going to have is a football club that can't pay its bills. It can't keep lending. It just can't keep lending money. You know, it's great saying, well, we'll take 100 million for the stadium and we need another bit to finish it off. But these are not, you know, the, the loans aren't, they're, they're all, it's leveraged against different things and it needs to be, you know, how how far can you, you know, think about it in your normal life, you know, your, your car and your mortgage and then the other day you can only, take out so many loans before you can't pay them back before how much money you bring in can't cover those loans on a, on a monthly basis and we're probably already that's why we're cutting our cloth but you still need 11 players on a pitch and you need seven, uh, 11 quality players to stay in the Premier League or there or thereabouts mm -hmm. so at some point he's going to have to make a decision whether he just wants investment or he needs to sell the whole club because otherwise it's all going to come burning down mm -hmm. and that that's going to affect, obviously, us more than anybody. 
Um, and that's a decision he needs to make. And he needs to make that quickly. And if things aren't looking good, then he has to make that decision, you know, because with a you know, with an institution that have been that's been going for you know 145 years, mm. you know, it's it's one one man coming in, adding to the the man he bought it off. I've just destroyed this football club in just took took away all the foundations, just wiped all the foundations away from us, mm. and it needs to be it needs to be sorted because this thing of just every day it's it is literally misery being an Evertonian at the moment. It is. It's misery, and mm. everyone watching knows that. Jamie Carragher's done a piece no, today, ready, and I know I, I didn't read. I just got a oh. sense, um, and some Evertonians will fume at that and go having a go on it, but the fellas absolutely spot on. Well, what is? The, I mean, I don't know what the article no, says. No, that's fine. Just the, the article headline, is just standard but stuff. But it's depressing. There's, and the article is standard stuff. What is? I said this is the worst club in the country. Blah blah blah. Is the proof? Mm. But I ask this question now, and I don't ask it to be controversial, or I don't ask it to be, um, to cause trouble. But where are our legends? Where are our legends? I said this last year. Where are our legends? Where are the people who stand up for us? Where are the people that we put on our walls and we love? I understand last season. I understand people did not want to speak up because their mate was on the board and they didn't want to. They didn't want to like go against him. I get that, but he's gone now. Where are our legends standing up for us as fans? Because there's only like Alan Stubbs, Michael Ball, you know, um, Victor Anachebe, you know, who have really spoke out. There'll be a few others that I can't think of right now off the top of my head. And players who don't have an, have more an affinity maybe with another club than they do with us. But where are the people standing up for us as, as our legends? You know, and I don't get that at all. This is your perfect example to come out and say, this, this can't go on. You don't have to name names. You don't have to point fingers. You can just say this can't go on. Something has to change it. My football club. I know Andy Gray said stuff over on being sports, and but like this can't go on. Someone has to stand up for us now. And all those people who've been supporting the other fella for this long have to recognise that they've been completely wrong and have to say, listen, I hold my hands up. He's part of the problem. We, we all know the culture was created by Bill Kenwright and Michelle just took that on. It has, someone has to start standing up for us, don't they? Otherwise, this is going to unravel very, very quickly. And whether you like Sean Dyche or don't sh like Sean Dyche, I felt yesterday at that press conference, it was all put on his shoulders. And that can't be right either. He's mm. the manager of a football club and he's only been the manager eight months and mm. he's managed to buy one one player, mm. Chimiti, who he doesn't sound overly convinced by whatsoever. He's just like, literally, that was the only deal we can do. And I know he knows that. That he knows he walked into that situation and he's always said... Be honest with me. Mm. But when people are like, what about this? What about that? What about that? What about that? And he's like, and he's, he, you can see him going, oh, I know this is, and he's just, he's left. He's left out there while everybody else says nothing. The board saying nothing. Um, You know, this temporary board, how long is it going to be temporary for? How long is Bill Kenwright going to be allowed to stay at our football club? That for me personally, my personal decision is, he's destroyed over 30 years bit by bit by bit and I this this like you just can't go on every day it's like misery isn't it and you get to tomorrow and it's like my god two o'clock's gonna be so interesting tomorrow so interesting because you feel like the manager has to make a decision to take like Michael Keane out the team just even if it's not a football decision just from a point of view of I've lost this battle before I even walk in that stadium mm. with the fans and, and like you know come on we need something. Someone's got to give us something, please. <laughs> I think the thing as well is there's, he's got to demonstrate his willingness to to change things up when it's not going well. We have we've we've started this. We're bottom of the league. Yeah, we're bottom of the league after two games. Now we can go, and he's right. In football terms, it's not. How can it be a crisis two games into a thirty-eight yeah. game season? He's absolutely right. Everton could win three. It's possible. That Everton could win three games in a week, and next week when the win, you know, next Saturday night we might have brought in a striker, a centre back, a winger, won three games, and we'll be on the international break. Going, and now what were we all worried about? Jack Harrison back after the break. Shows Dwight McNeil, but whatever, whatever, whatever. Hmm. It, the world could look a totally different place, right? 
But the manager has to demonstrate his ability to to see changes when it's needed. We've let five goals in in two games. Therefore, the defence isn't doing its job, so it needs changing. Dead simple. Dead simple. You had a centre foot. If you had the choice of strikers and the lad you've got playing through the middle has missed open goals in the first game and open goals in the second game, you pull them out for a couple of games and you put a different lad in and go, right, can you take your chance? You don't wait five and six games and go, oh, he's missed loads, he's missed loads. You make the change. Good managers change it game by game if they feel it. So he's got to, he's got to do it tomorrow and make them changes because it's not like we've been we've lost both games one nil and one's a wonder goal and one was just a mistake we could have last week was shambolic from all of them like the defensive partnership at the heart of the defense doesn't work it's it's proven it's had two clean sheets in about 15 games and the amount of goals it's shipped is incredible so it's not working and he's not going to take Tarkovsky out because he's the captain so he's got to change it up does he bring Michalenko back in at left-back and push Ashley Young higher up for this week because we have got a lack of options with, with a couple of wingers out, aren't we? With three wingers down, aren't we? If you include a Wobie as a winger. Does he do that? Does he play Dan Juma through the middle? Does he play him out wide? So he's got these decisions to make. Does he make a change in the midfield? Does James Garner play centre-mid and Decore's out the side because he's not performed well in the opening two matches? Okay. It was great that he scored that volley against Bournemouth. It was brilliant. And he did. But he hasn't started the season very well. If he'd have knocked one square to Garner in the opening game, Everton win the beef Fulham. And we're in, a di- we're in a different headspace. So he's got to be able to make these changes. You can't keep putting the same lads out and go, you'll get it right this week. Because Lampard did that. And before you know it, you, you, you root it to the bottom of the league. And then it takes an, an almighty effort to get out of trouble. There's got to be someone that leads this club forward. And if the manager can't do it, then he'll be he'll be chased because this owner sacks managers. That's what he does. If any you know, if anyone showed the owner the manager's win rate, Sean Dyke would be in trouble today. Right? But then the owner's gotta do stuff. What what's the you know, the owner can not surely he's well does he just sit there going <laughs> It'll come right in the end, or is he speaking to this seven seven? Oh, a lot of people aren't happy with seven seven seven. That's where we are right now. No, I know it is. No, I'm not saying they're great, by the way, but that that is going to happen next week. Well, no, if you listen, to, if you read all the articles of seven seven seven, they aren't. They <laughs> they've got, they've got some track record. That's all I'll say. They've got some track record, and but that's where we are because because you you know. I was listening, you know, I was listening to this podcast. I was listening to a podcast yesterday, Rogers and the Esks. I was just really interested to just see what their views were on it and listen to it. And because Matt Slater was on the guy we read, we wrote the, the article. article yeah, really yeah. interested to be it. But you know, when you put it all together, you know, when you're like, the deal didn't get done because there was, because the people on the board, uh, the people who had already lent us money didn't feel like, and I get that. I get that. I understand there's, there's multi layers. It's not just as simple as, it's not just as simple as we've lost out and let's blame everyone. It, but when you when you look at it and think, well, these people weren't offering enough, and but it was the other side of it, just people going on the board, the restructuring mm, of the board. That was the hope. Wasn't two it? Evertonians going on the board as well. Probably one as a chairman. They might still come. No, in. they might. They might. No, might you might. Me. They might. But the other thing of it was, it was going to open the door, and I don't know yeah. whether this will still happen. It's going to open the door to um, JP Morgan and Mitsubishi Bank. Um, giving us the m- more money for the stadium, so basically they because these people were coming in and it wasn't just a loan. They were looking at it as basically, you're coming in, you're giving these money. It's not just a loan, so therefore we actually think that, and it almost sounds like we actually feel like there's an adult in the room now. Mm. So we're willing to give you the money for mm. the stadium. So that's all gone. So yeah. so that's that's gonna all have to be found again. Gonna have to go through all that. Unless they, unless they stay, yes, that's fair enough. That is fair enough. But it just felt like it was a perfect, not perfect. Nothing's perfect, but a really good solution to where we are. New people on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evertonians going on the board that are 
self-made people who've who the two men were the two men who lent everton the 40 million bridging loan Mm. which they'll get back as part of the 100 million they were coming on the board now they might still come on the board i see no reason why they shouldn't Mm. but it just felt like a solution no it did it felt like a solution It it felt like it felt like putting the train back on the track yeah you're at the first station but at least you're on the track and that's what is so frustrating and if we do go to 777, who knows what they'll come up with? Who knows what people they'll want? Who knows what structure they'll want? Will it be the same structure? Will it be, well, you a desperate. We'll give you money, but we want to... Uh, not. We don't want money, shares in the state in the ground. We want shares in the stadium. All these little things. And mm. that's what's annoying. That was the same thing, by the way. No, I know, but... <laughs> no, you said they want shares in the ground, want them in the stadium. Sorry, sh- shares, shares in the, in in the, the club. club. We, we want them in the, the stadium. stadium. Sorry. Yeah. Um, no, someone will pick you up. So I'm just it, it, you know. it just felt, it just felt, yeah, like it, that one, and they cocked it up because people that already lend the money, rightly so, have gone. Uh, do you know that corner of Goodison there? We own that. Mm. You can't. Very much like, I mean, this has happened before, by the way. This is this happened. If people don't know, this happened when Everton tried to build the Everton project. So if anyone doesn't know what the Everton project was, it was a four story building that was going to go on the park end where the fan zone is and obviously further back it was going to be a shop on the bottom floor it was going to be a cafe on the second floor uh hospitality on the third floor and on the fourth floor it was going to be everton offices all done renders are there you can find all the pictures online look great always do no you always do you always put it in the night all the lights shine yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, gonna look fantastic it was gonna give a uh, kit bag the f- kit bag have always always been moaned that there's not enough space in the megastore. Basically, there's not enough space, so we can't sell. We can't give you all this stuff if you've got nowhere to sell it, basically. Mm. They want a bigger store. This was all going to happen. Anyway, this thing happened. They moved them. They had a tent. People, all the people will remember the tent where they used to do stuff. Um, that was removed. That was sold. And basically, this thing, like Everton, always do. Went on, went on, went quiet. Everton ended up coming out with four different announcers of why it couldn't be done. Four different answers. This was very much when the Blue Union were, were um, in operation and they were pressing and pressing. And I sat at those meetings and I the questions were asked, where is this Where is this project? Oh, well, there's this thing and there's that thing. And it ended up being that they didn't own the land. Someone else owned the land. There was a mortgage on the land, basically. Like this, it, like this what we're talking about right now. There was a mortgage on the land and that was it. That stopped the whole deal. Because basically someone went, um, no, that land you want to build that thing on, that's our land in case you, if you ever go, if you can't pay the loan back, that's our land. And like, you know, if you've got a car and you've got to pay finance on it and you try and sell it, you can't. You've got finance on that car. You know, it's it, it it's not really owned by you. It's owned by the people who've given you the finance. So it never got built. And, and this is exactly the same. You can't be doing deals to sell parts of the club if you don't own those parts of the club or you someone's got you know like like your mortgage so that's where it all comes from you can't run your club properly you get into debt someone gives you a solution and you can't even do it because of the money you already owe it's crazy absolutely crazy yeah yeah what can we do what can we do? Um, Liam says, uh, so now Everton have passed the deadline for getting someone in for tomorrow. At this stage, the Everton hierarchy could be cited for professional negligence. It's getting to that point. The director of football is a copite. The manager is a copite. The owner is a mank. And look at us. And the biggest biggest Everton in the world is the one who sabotaged us the most. So... Uh, Matthew Barry says afternoon I'd hope you're well do you know if we have a loan fee for Holgate if so do you think it's going towards a down payment for Adams or Beto who knows mate you know I think Everton's first concern was getting half of his wages back Um, we'll see we'll see the Che Adams thing is obviously still bubbling in the background obviously Everton interested in Beto as well you're not going to get both of them are they so It'll be which one's easier to do, I imagine. Um, Tom says, how many games do you think we could go without a win before Deitch's job comes under threat? Um, you never know with this owner, mm. do you? If Everton were to lose tomorrow and against Sheffield United, then there's an international break then. 
Mm. Wouldn't surprise me if he sacked them then. Just wouldn't, just to know him why the club is. But listen, let's let's look the other way. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at the chance of winning three games in a week. And let's see. Uh, Everton Viking says, I think we have a real chance of getting nobody in. Okay. I like that, a real chance. Dan B <laughs> says, afternoon lads, just watched the training video. Chimitty, nowhere to be seen. Must not be Deitch fit or whatever that means. Fed up with this nonsense. Maybe uh, Brett Angel telling me found his contact lens. Um, more movements from him than Maupai uh, in the box. Um, David says, who do you think is a realistic possibility for a striker? And what's your thoughts on whether we keep Gomez? Gomez will go last day, won't he? Andre Gomez. Much talk though, has there? No, no. But again, that'll be down to wages. There'll be lots of players who were up for grabs on the final. Yeah, the yeah. Final just, just hasn't been many rumours, has there? Lille, I think Lille won them, but they just they know that Everton with his wages, Everton mm. struggle to get rid of him. We'll probably end up. He's got a year left. We'll probably end up paying half of his wages for the year. But then Everton will go. Well, we're getting sixty grand a week back, so it's sound. Be another player who walked out the door for nothing. Um, we'll see Paul says no loan fee if not great negotiations well Everton will look at it as a pen, every penny saved won't he Rob says afternoon lad stuck in bed with Covid I've had it for a week and it's totally debilitating can't stand up or walk without holding on to something and can't eat bloody hell mate get some vitamin D down your neck Um. Evan Viking also says, we also have to truly hope 777 are nowhere near this club. Look what they've done with other clubs. This will be even worse than they are now. Mm. Uh, on positive news, I think Dan Juma will score this weekend. I played both him and Dobbin on the wing. I think uh, if I was you, mate, I'd just, I'd just kind of accept that 777 are probably going to be the ones who come in. For your own mental health. Um, Kev, afternoon, lads. Are you doing a transfer deadline day next Friday? Absolutely. All day. All night. So, yeah, we are. Um, Matt says, busy. So, catching up later. Just wondering if there's any details who the Asian party interested is. Uh, magnificent support group and safe space, as always, peeps. No, mate. I think it's a Chinese consortium. Unless they come up with some compelling arguments to come in, I think it'll be seven, seven, seven. But we'll see. Um, Ned Les Paul says, uh, "Now then, gents, who would you drop out of Mopai and Keane on Saturday if you had to choose one?" Keane. It's not even. I don't even have to think about that for for half a second. It's it's Keane. Mm. Okay. We've got other centre backs. We don't think we've got another striker. John's number one fan says, "Any news on Che Adams?" I think it's done, isn't it? Unless I don't know. It, unless it happens, I think next it's week. still. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. Well, they might have cooled because at the end of the mm. day, they might have realised that they couldn't get it done by the weekend anyway. Mm. So let's play clever, but you know, clever bollocks. Go mm. back in next week when no one else has gone in for him, and he's maybe by then is starting to push for it because mm. he knows he doesn't want to get stuck in the championship for the rest of the season. Yeah. I mean, that's the only way to look at it. I mean, it doesn't help us. I mean, it's no. another game, isn't it? But. Uh, Matthew Barry says Deitch fit is an absolute myth. If that's what's keeping Michael Keenan above Brantwaite, it's abundantly clear the manager isn't as data-driven as he claims to be. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are... He's causing himself issues, the manager, it seems, with a lot of people. So, well, the data, the data says Michael Keenan and James Tarkowski shouldn't be playing together. Yeah. That's what the data says. Mm. Forget about your yeah, eyes. Should tell you that as well, but if they don't, the data says that. Bill Cummings says TikTok. We need minimum a target strike target man. Imagine, imagine if he was an Evertonian. Oh my god! Imagine, can you imagine him? And a centre back. TikTok, TikTok. He would. Oh, that would be that would be compelling. Sally, if he was an Evertonian, wouldn't it? Benjamin says, "Hi lads, I love the new Baz." Is there, is there a pro- this isn't the new Baz, by the way. Is there a process tomorrow? No, no, it's no process. This, this isn't the new Baz, by the way. This this mm. is this is this is the this is WhatsApp Baz. 
Mm. We, he has been mentioned in the past. Yeah. He comes up now. He rears his head now and again. It's when it gets too much, and I can't. I feel like I've told him he should all the videos. We have right. millions of views. I live in this city. I have to go to match. Yeah, I have to walk around. Real, I'm a dad, but it's real. But it's real emotion. It's need. not fake. By the time I get home from the match, it's died. It's gone. Should do an instant. And it's can't. No, not a chance. Not a chance. I'll be banned. Uh, Steve P says uh, Dyke is a proper bullshit merchant. Let's be honest, how people compare him to David Moyes is truly beyond me. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like him in the slightest. Doesn't suit this club and never will. If he's still our manager next season, I'm going to go and swan dive into the Albert Dock, stark naked. Fair play, Steve. Um, Paul says loving the new the reverse roles, pedal chilled and bash on it again. Colin says like to, we just like to keep you on your toes. Mm-hmm. Like to keep you on your toes. Uh, Colin says uh, great show as always, lads. Uh, I'm with you, Baz. The whole Dyke show is doing my head in. This Dyke fit for shite can get in the bin. I said yesterday I've had enough of him. Chat's complete poo and his arrogance and inconsistency drains me. And the Brantwaite stuff is just not putting. Uh, and just not putting Cannon on for a run out a 4 0 just melts my brain. And why did he sub on the angle one for one minute? I don't get it. What's going on? Only he'd be able to tell you that. It's probably for stats that about young players. James says, absolutely right, Baz. Negligent is all it can be. Embarrassing to everyone that watches football at that team sheet we know is coming this weekend. Doesn't have a new striker on it. Mark says, get Julian Lepetigu on the phone. He wouldn't put up with Everton, mate. No, he didn't put up with Wolves. He didn't put up with Wolves. He would not last three weeks here. Carl says, hey, am I the only one who's worried about Deitch's comments using his contacts in the transfer market? What the hell have we got the recruitment team for? Um, Finn says, just thought I'd say I got closed beta for it. For, uh, for basically, yeah, I've got it as well, mate. Uh, it's all right. I mean, I played Zach this morning, he's destroyed. I'm sure, actually, you know, I got an email about that. Yeah, he absolutely destroyed me this morning. <laughs> Richard says, Bill Kenwright, Kevin Thelwell, Farab Mashiri, Michael Keane, Neal Mopai, DJ Spuddles, yeah. Mr. Testicles. Our boys have taken one hell of a beating this summer. Colin says, He can't believe we're still here two years later. Uh, Steve says, Baz, could it be when Southampton started chatting 18 mil? We thought we may as well just try and get Beto for 25, as there's not much difference. He'd offer more value. Hopefully that's what's happened, but we'll probably be giving these people too much credit. Also, did you see his two goals against Lazio last season? He headed and ran from the halfway line, rounded the keeper. Looks like Calvert-Lewin on steroids. Uh, going from Che Adams to him would be like going from Danielle Westbrook to Margot Robbie. If I had to pick which one, I think it'd end up here, though. I'd probably still go for Adams. Yeah. You know, if, if someone went, who do you feel like is more likely to no, end okay. up? It wouldn't be like, I'd choose Adams over him, not at all. I just mean... Because I just feel like the Pozos will just like keep us keep us on the hook till like mm-hmm. next Thursday and then go, nah, not selling them. And then Evan will be flapping. Uh, Paul says the Carragher article was spot on. No fume from me. Joe says we've got a mad owner and more mad people coming in. We are finished. Jonathan says wish Radcliffe or the Qataris would buy us. We'd be far cheaper option. Saying this to Pep before, you're talking five billion for United or six billion. And yet these fellas just want a, a Premier League club. Say Everton. Say they offered six hundred million for Everton. You could buy that. You could finish the stadium with a couple of hundred million and put a billion into the team over the next five or six years, depending on how it's you did it. Hard work, though, isn't it? Yeah, but you used to have a Premier League club with a brand new no, stadium. No, I'm just on the, saying it's hard. It's hard work, Andrew. though, isn't it? For no, them. it is, but. They don't get you. These are people, and want, you'd still be four billion up. No, I know, but these people want ready-made Champions League teams, don't they? That's the problem. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. They don't, they don't want the hard work. No, of City's that. owners did, didn't they? They didn't mind, did they? When they bought City, City were terrible, weren't they? Well, they were terrible, but also, it's, but, they had but the thing it's like Newcastle as well. People say about Everton and Newcastle mm-hmm. being the same. They weren't. Mike Ashley had no debt. Well, he, he didn't put money into them, but it's he didn't the same have, as Ken, right? But Everton. he didn't have any debt. Exactly the same. 
when Nishiri come in Everton had no debt. No, they did. They did? Not much. They, they had they like 150 million debt. They didn't. They did. Go he on. had to pay it off. Go and read. Well, it was serviceable over no, I know, 30 I know, years. But the point being is he's still... Newcastle had debts. Mike Ashley kept them. He didn't do anything for them, but mm. he just kept them like... Almost like he kept them prepped for a buy, mm. basically. Basically, it was just like, I'm selling. Everyone knows I'm But selling. Everton, you could still clean that. These The money to these people now is not money. It's, it's not. These people, but it's, it's the hard money. work, though. There's so much. Look, look, we're talking. How much is there to do? There's so much to do. I know, but it starts. If you own, if you're would a... you Would you, if you had billions, honest to God, if you had billions of pounds and you had no affinity to Everton, would you go near this club? Because yeah, I wouldn't. Lo- no, but if I, I, wouldn't go if I had, yeah, but if I had billions to spend and I wanted the Premier League club, Everton are a big name still. They're not a big team, of course. They're, not. they're getting a brand new stadium on the Liverpool waterfront. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't cost a lot of money to own them and turn them around. You go in, everyone's gone. Everyone's gone out that club. Bump, straight out the door. New people in and start moving forward. I don't think it takes much. I wouldn't. Nowadays. Honestly, I just wouldn't come anywhere near this club. It's, 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 but I wouldn't have gone near Newcastle. But New, I wouldn't New have gone Castle, near Man City at the time. But Newcastle, it was like clean. It just there need... was murder. Nobody hated that but, owner. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you're saying clean Everton. If you've got the money, you make Everton clean immediately. But you, you there's, immediately you don't though, do you? Because because there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do. There's the actual finishing of the stadium. There's the there's the the money you have to spend on the pitch. There's the decision you have to make about the manager. And there's obviously the, you've got to sort the, out the all people the who, debt. Are, who are you talking about? But that's about what I'm saying. Though. Why would you be asked? That's what I'm saying. Though. Why would you be asked? Well, why would you be asked buying a football club anyway? That's what I was well, saying. I know. But, no one makes any but money. Why would you? But that's the point. It's not about making money. It's a. It's it's about it's a it's a measuring contest. It all mm. these fellas. It's that's why they, they have the best stadium in the in the Premier League within a year when it's in. But it that's why. But that's why we're more likely to get someone. To buy a foot the football club when it's built, mm. not when it's half built. That's more than half built. You sound like Richie Keith. No, but it, it's, but it's getting built. It, but it's still got mm. the whole of the interior to right, do. Let's race through these. Uh, uh, Derek says it's going to be a slow week. I think one transfer is the most likely. Hope I'm wrong. Don't see, seem to be close on anything. Um, we need a striker, a right wing, and a centre back. And in an ideal world, the centre mid. They won't go for a midfielder. I don't think. Uh, Baz, you've been saying you think it'll be three more. Do you still think it'll be that? I, I'll, I'll be honest. Now I'm starting to worry because they can't, don't seem to be able to close. I do think there'll be lots available in the last day, though, and it wouldn't surprise me if Everton just grabbed two loans on the last day. Um, I think they'll get a strike here. I do, but uh, Georgie says if you boys watched the seven 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 video by the Yank Kid. They'd be an abomination. They've destroyed every club they've been at. No, let's put the link in there. Put the link and we'll have a look at it. I mean, to be honest, mate, it won't take much to destroy us because we're there practically, aren't we? Unless someone comes in and genuinely wants to get it going. But surely they don't come in and decide to destroy clubs. Surely not. I know they've had murder at Valencia. Was it Valencia? There was murder at Valencia. Um, that was Peter... Peter Lynn. No, but they 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 come in and bite into it as well. Surely that that sounds worse than us. Yeah, they've got and they've got a half in the stadium mm-hmm. as well. Evan Viking says I don't see how seven 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 will come in. No, Baz, they have no money being using leverage buyouts to get other clubs. But that's a, I'm just saying that's what I think will happen. We'll know in the next seventy two hours probably. Um, Matthew Barry says, when do you think the Premier League and FA will start the investigation into the PGMOL? Yeah. Well, they won't, will they? It's why the same reason why they won't have AI offsides. Because they can't manipulate it then. Uh, we, I said this, Gray, I said this for time. Considering the Hadjik case, can Everton get a witch doctor in and get Pickford to piss on the goalposts? I'm literally up for doing most things now to get us some good juju as we've been. That was the worst thing that happened. They put the case on us. At that time when they cursed us, everything was good. Six we, years yesterday. I mean, and look, and who, look who scored the goal over there. Why did you mention? <laughs> I didn't mention him. I'm just saying, look at who scored the goal. He's about over to there. join Lingby. He's about to yeah. join Lingby. Curse couple of years. Um, so it's been an absolute joke. That curse. We need to do anything we can. If anyone knows any curse lifting, um, curse lifting. Are you a witch doctor? Can you help? Yeah, exactly. Call us number. Exactly. 
EFC88 says we need better on Suleiman on loan and David Alaba. Well, we're not getting better on loan, are we? That ain't happening. We'll get Suleiman on loan. Um, where are we, Corey? Corey says, Baz, I agree with Ped. Ain't no way a billionaire are coming for us. They became billionaires by not making the stupid mistakes. <laughs> I mean, there is that. I mean, one. there's all. I mean, as if only there was evidence <laughs> to say that a billionaire buying into Everton won. But he's done. He might be the. He's, do you think there's like a billionaire book magazine, Billionaire Weekly, or and they're like, do not do what this guy did. How to lose all your money? Well, Newcastle have, um, apparently Newcastle's blueprint is do the opposite of Definitely, whatever. Yeah. Did. Whatever Everton do, just mm. whatever. Carl, if Mashiri seems like a guy who sits on a swivel chair with a Siamese cat on his laptop that he strokes on deadline day watching Toffee TV, well, if he does, I'm going to be reminding him, like, tick, tick, I think we need to get that tick, tick, tack on all day to go out and just do whatever you can to get some players in. But it's grim. It is grim, isn't it? It's good times. Oh, well, what can we do, people? Right, I need a toilet break before we... Uh, a comfort break, I think the call before we go on to more than a game for the transfer show. Lots happening over there, like we say every single day. If anything Everton related happens, we'll discuss it there. The the link will be here. The transportation link will be here. You just don't need to go anywhere. Just stay here and jump across, and let's carry on the chat. Let's talk about other clubs and how how nice it is at other clubs. Make sure you like and subscribe to this channel and more than a game. Thanks for watching. See you in five minutes. We'll be back. 